We are officially seven days away from the 2021 NFL Draft, and we are continuing today grinding on prospect tape. Join me as we look at four more prospects after a quick word from our sponsors. What's going on, everyone, and welcome back to episode 92 of Prospectology. I'm your host, Luch, as always. And today, as we draw even closer to the 2021 NFL Draft, we have you covered here with more prospects to get you familiar with before we reach the big day. And today, I have four more prospects as I get down to my final goal of 260 uh, prospects before this NFL Draft takes place. First prospect I want to take a look at is Trill Williams out of Syracuse. He's a corner. Uh, wears number six. He's 6'2", 198 pounds. I watched games of him against Clemson, Georgia Tech, and Pittsburgh. Uh, Trill Williams, uh, not a name that you're going to really remember because uh, Ife- Ifetu Melifonwu is the other corner on the other side of him. Uh, so he doesn't get a lot of props. Uh, but Trill Williams, uh, what I saw from him is he's very athletic. Uh, he's physical. Uh, he has really good size for the position, as well as his teammate Melifonwu. Um, he's a very good press coverage uh, corner. Uh, when he's able to get his hands on the receiver at the line of scrimmage, and jam them, he has a better time of, uh, an easier time to win that rep. Uh, plays with good speed. Um, he's a wrap-up tackler. He's not going to miss too many tackles. Uh, he'll run in, run the alley or come downhill in the run game and affect the run game by making tackles on the perimeter. Plays with good length. Uh, he's rangy in coverage. I like the way they, they use him at Syracuse because some plays they'll play him at safety. They'll play him in the slot or on the outside corner. I like him better on the outside where you can use that length and his speed to be able to mirror wide receivers and, and stay with them. Uh, he's a player who I thought played pretty good man coverage and in zone. Um, he's a player that, uh, because of his ability and the fact that uh, he has Melifonwu on the other side, big plays seem to come to him, and he always seems to make those big plays for, for Syracuse. Uh, some of the things that kind of trouble me with him is – he needs to get a lot better at reading routes. Um, he can get kind of crossed up when they're when wide receivers do crossing routes and and things of that nature. So has to be get a better feel uh, for what route is coming and being using his speed to uh, be sticky with the wide receiver in his back pocket to be able to make a big play. Uh, doesn't have a lot of closing speed. Uh, you won't see him close on balls. Uh, a lot uh, needs to get better at that. Uh, what drives me crazy with corners in general is when 
they have all the athletic ability possible. And when the ball's in the air, you don't turn your head around and locate the football. Something that uh, Trill Williams has to get better at. Uh, He has the speed to stay in the back pocket of wide receivers and just look for the ball because at the next level, you're going to get called for numerous uh, penalties. Uh, He's a player who gets a better feel and plays a lot better when he can read everything in front of him when the play is in front of him. Uh, But nonetheless, Trill Williams in the later rounds, uh, somewhere on day three, early day three, uh, would be a nice fit uh, as a defensive chess piece on your team. Second player I want to take a look at is wide receiver from Iowa, Emir Smith-Marset. He's six foot and three-fourth inches tall, uh, 181 pounds. Watch him against Minnesota, Nebraska, and Wisconsin. Uh, First thing you see with Marset is speed. Uh, He's very explosive off the line of scrimmage. Um, he has a quick release when he gets off the line of scrimmage, which allows him to create a little bit of separation with his speed and burst, uh, good agility. He's a very fluid mover. He, he reaches his, the top of his brakes pretty well, uh, fairly quickly and, uh, in a hurry has smooth footwork. Uh, like I said, that mixed with his agility and explosiveness and just him being fluid as a mover uh, is able to get in and out of his breaks pretty pretty smoothly without uh, missing a step. Uh, he has very good uh, return ability. You can put him on punt returns, kick returns. Uh, he's a legitimate vertical or deep threat, uh, making most of his plays down the field. Uh, towards the sideline, uh, just trying to burn defensive uh, defensive backs. Uh, they also use him in the backfield as well on jet sweeps, uh, things of that nature. So he's a pretty good piece that you can he move along um, and get the ball in his hands and, and have him be a playmaker for you at the next level. Uh, but I saw a lot of drop balls on film, uh, physical press coverage corners, uh, who get their hands on him on the line of scrimmage can knock him off of his routes or the timing off of his routes. Um, he has some off the field issues. He had a, a speeding and pulled over for speeding, uh, got charged with a DUI and just some, some conduct. Uh, stuff with the team, but uh, if you can look into that, um, have your scouting staffs look into that and, and tell whether the player is actually going to be a problem, uh, he'll be a good player, uh, but you just got to worry about the off-the-field stuff. Um, his size, uh, he lacks size, so you may have to either play him in the slot. I don't see him getting most of his reps on the outside, even though in college he did. Uh, needs to get more strength 
and he doesn't play very physically. Uh, doesn't create a lot of separation um, with physicality. Uh, but if you want a guy who can come in and give you a little bit on offense with uh, a decent amount of touches, uh, low touches of the football, and you want someone who can maybe turn into a third wide receiver in the slot or just want to use them on special teams with that speed to make plays uh, in the kick uh, kick and punt return game. Uh, but a, a very good player, just worry about some of the off-the-field stuff and him being a little smaller, which uh, doesn't seem to affect him on film. Prospect number three was a lot of fun to watch on film. Uh, Kendrick Green, offensive guard, uh, plays on the left side for Illinois. Uh, he's number 53. He's 6'4", 315 pounds. Watch him against Northwestern, Wisconsin, Nebraska, and Iowa. Uh, looking at Kendrick Green on film, especially against Northwestern, Great lateral mobility to move up and down the line of scrimmage uh, pretty fluidly. I saw him uh, numerous times chip the defensive end or defensive tackle and climb up to the second level very quickly in a hurry. Um, in the run game, he looks to finish, put people on their back, um, has a lot of power to his game. Uh, he'll scream down the line of scrimmage and be able to shield off um, defenders away from the, the play side gap. He has quick feet, powerful hands. You'll see him get his hands and, and kind of stun the pads of defensive tackles and defensive ends. Um, he's a very good player when he has to reach block or, or – down blocks using that power to get some movement in the run game. Uh, player, which as an offensive lineman, you'd love to see players play angry. Uh, he And he definitely has that. He'll play with a mean streak. Uh, he stays engaged. His feet are always going. Uh, in the passing game, in his, he's able to slide and mirror and pass pro because of that lateral agility and mobility able to move side to side. Uh, he has pretty good durability, so he's dependable. Uh, also in pass pro, good knee bend, keeps a wide base to not allow power to knock him off balance. Uh, he's actually a converted offensive lineman from defensive tackle, so he still has some things to learn on at the position, but uh, definitely room to grow. Uh, bring him in. Uh, he has versatility. He's played center for the Illini and at guard. So he gives you some position flex there. Uh, gets a little too, uh, little too much depth in his pass sets. Gets a little um, far in his sets, which allows players to kind of put him... Um, off balance, uh, needs to play a little bit more controlled as well because you definitely see him on the ground uh, more often than not. Uh, but just a little nuance 
nuanced things that he has to work on at the position. Uh, and then his hand placement, uh, his consistency with his hand placement, sometimes it'll go outside to the shoulder pads. You want those right inside the chest plate. Uh, and sometimes uh, he, not that he doesn't try to have a perfect hand placement, but he needs to just shore up some things uh, there. But a very powerful player who can move um, in a power, power zone scheme. I really like him um, in the later round, day three, um, some somewhere in the fifth, sixth round, it, develop him into a starter or either just a depth piece at both guard and center. Uh, Kendrick Green is, is definitely that guy for you. Last prospect I want to take a look at with you guys getting you familiar with is Janarius Robinson uh, from Florida State. He's another edge player. Might sound familiar because I did his teammate, uh, Joshua Kando, uh, on a previous episode of Prospectology. Go check that out. Uh, but he's wears number 11 on the other side. Uh, for the Seminole defense, he's 6'5", 266 pounds. Watch him against North Carolina, Duke, Pitt, and Louisville. Uh First thing that comes off uh, the tape is his length, uh, good length, uh, aggressive hands to be able to stack and shed and just throw uh, offensive guards and tackles away away from him so he can make a play in the backfield. Uh, Janarius Robinson got really good processing skills, knows where the play's going, uh, can read the play, read blocking schemes things of that nature. So he's a very smart football player. Uh, he's a solid run defender. You don't see him out of place or out of assignment. Uh, got good flexibility. He, in the passing game, has tons of pass rush moves or tools in the tool belt, as we like to say. Uh, he plays with a lot of power. He's a high effort guy. He's not going to give up on plays. It plays very physical style of game. Uh, he's actually very smooth getting in and out of twists and stunts. They use him a lot there. Uh, but he needs to get uh, with a consistent uh, defensive line coach at the next level because Florida State, as we all know, hasn't been good in a couple of years switching in and out of coaching staff. So that definitely hurts. Uh, some of their defensive defensive players, but you get him with a a steady defensive line coach, and allows him to be able to harness some of his pass rush moves. Uh, didn't have a lot of production, but with all the coaching changes and and all those things, it, it's hard for him to get production playing in different schemes. Uh, needs to develop more counter moves and just learn when to attack and how to attack and how to uh, have a backup move in his head. Uh, needs to play with more body control. Uh, plays with a lot of power, but sometimes that could be a little too aggressive and, and offensive linemen can have their way with them. Uh, needs to learn how to convert his power to speed to become more a little bit more explosive. 
uh, so he can take advantage of his leverage with his length and, and his hands. But very fun player to watch. Um, look for him to go anywhere in the late third to early fourth uh, round. I would love to have him on my team to develop and get with my defensive line coach uh, to develop him into a, a really dominant uh, defensive end at the next level. But there we have it. Four more prospects to get us ready for the 2021 NFL Draft. One prospect at a time. Hit me up on the Twitter, at Luch Bryant. Let me know some of your favorite prospects or some prospects you don't know a ton about that you wanna want me to watch some film on and give you guys a little bit more info on. But until next time on episode 93 of Prospectology, I'm out.